Hello. Hello! I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the Squad, Squad Ghouls. Ghouls. Sorry, I was really slow on that. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing great. <laughs> we're doing great. We're, um, we're, also, we're uh, a couple of <laughs> creepy cows that love creepy things. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that and candy. And candy, because that's what happened. I almost choked on the skittle. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing that you almost choked. I'm laughing because you lived. That's why my squad ghouls was delayed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I hope you leave this in and we don't redo it. Oh, I'm not redoing it. <laughs> uh, it's been that kind of um, a day, a week. Here. <laughs> So, hope you're all doing good in this yeah. 14th month of 2020. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> that's pretty much where we're at. Yep. But, I mean, we're doing great because we got candy. Yep. Black candy. candy. Oh, candy. it would help if I had my notes up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can start and continue the hilarity with a joke. Oh, do it, girl. Okay. What is it like to be kissed by a vampire? I don't know. What is it? It's a pain in the neck. <laughs> it's the pain that I want. Hey, yo. Anyway. <laughs> hey, yo. Enough about my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have one for you, too. I'm ready. Why did the team of witches lose the softball game? I don't know why. Because their bats kept flying away. <laughs> it's, it's so great. bad. It's so bad. But it's so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, shall we get into our booze news? We should. Booze news. Booze news. So, more Shutter news. So, last episode I talked about um, the addition of the third season of Creep Show. Mm-hmm. So now Shutter also announced that they ordered an untitled anthology series that will focus entirely on black horror stories. I'm so excited. So it's a untitled black horror anthology will showcase stories from black horror of black horror from black directors and screenwriters. It's set to debut on Shutter later this year. I'm here like, for this. Yes, me too. So the series is also coming to AMC Plus and will be airing on AMC as well. Uh, the press release sent out by Shudder explains that the untitled uh, Black Horror Anthology will feature new work from um, from both established and emerging talents, expanding on a legacy of Black genre filmmaking whose first hundred years were explored in Shudder's critically acclaimed 2019 documentary, Horror Noir. I'll, I'll plug that documentary until the day I die. Yeah. Seriously, if you have not watched this, you need to watch it. You're missing out. Seriously, it is so important that you watch this. Mm -hmm. So, some great news. So, writers attached to this project include, I'm going to screw it up again, (laughs) Tana, well, here we go, Tana, oh, God. Is is it my girl? Yeah, can you tell me again? T- Tana Nareev yeah. did do it? T- yeah, Tana Nareev. Tana Nareev do. <laughs> Yay, I got it right. Um, Stephen Barnes, Ezra C. Daniels, Victor Lavelle, 
and Al Letson, uh, and then also uh, Dr. Robin R. Means Coleman will be consulting on the series along with Phil Noble Jr., Kelly Ryan, and Ashley Blackwell. I love Ashley Blackwell so yeah. hard. <laughs> so you know, and they said when we when we saw the first cut of our horror noir documentary realized there was a huge untapped reservoir of great black horror stories that needed to be told and an extremely talented of group of writers and directors ready to tell them and this is coming from shutter uh, shutter's general manager craig uh, engler he also said while the documentary was a look back at the history of black horror this anthology is a so- showcase for the future and will and will introduce audiences to fantastic new stories and characters. I love it. I am so excited. I'm sorry. I know that was really long, but I had to get that out. No, I'm glad you did. Because <laughs> um, I think this is going to be great. Um, and so also some other news. Um, it is rumored and now it has been confirmed. J.J. Uh, Abrams is developing a new take on Constantine. Uh, with a planned series being set up at HBO Max. Man, HBO Max is getting busy. But is it going to have Gavin Rossdale as Balthazar again? Probably not, because that is not in my notes. I'm not that sad about it. Don't know. But let's, I mean, it's supposedly kind of a darker reboot. Mm. So we'll see. (laughs) So um, Guy Bolton is set to write the project. So yeah, it's going to be a little bit darker and the series will see John Constantine as a young Londoner. Interesting. So this is obviously going to be before mm-hmm. uh, the Keanu Reeves version in 2005. Yes. And so Matt Ryan brought the character to the small screen also in 2014 with NBC's short-lived Constantine. It was very short-lived. <laughs> And then um, he has continued to play him in various other live action animated projects. So um, Abrams uh, is producing uh, via Bad Robot. He's also behind uh, Justice League Dark for HBO Max. And it is also worth noting that this Constantine will be played by a non-white actor. Mm-hmm. Which I'm happy about. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Can we get Idris Elba, please? Oh, I'm still rooting mm. for Idris Elba to be the next James Bond. I'm here for this. I am so here for this. <laughs> so we've I think we've talked about this before, but in the event that we haven't, there is a new animated series coming out called Gremlins Secrets of the Mugwai, oh. which doesn't have a release date yet, but even with no release date. HBO Max, you know, our good friends over at HBO Max, actually re-upped for season two already. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so apparently they're just putting all their eggs in the... Yeah, they're like, this basket. is going to be great. But they nobody contacted me to put Binks in it. <laughs> I'm kind yeah, of don't feed him that. after midnight. No. <laughs> he gets real fucking fighty when he's hungry. Um, so it actually is going to follow the following synopsis. So we're going to be traveling back to 1920s Shanghai. To re- I know I'm actually super excited about this. To reveal the story of how 10-year-old Sam Wing, who was the future shop owner, Mr. Wing, in the 1984 movie, met the young mugwai named Gizmo. 
Um, and along with a teenage street thief named Ellie, Sam and Gizmo take a perilous journey through the Chinese countryside, encountering and sometimes battling colorful monsters and spirits from Chinese folklore. I think this is going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about 1920s everything. So I'm looking forward to the flapper dresses. Mm, yes, even in Shanghai. Oh, hell yeah, man. So in other news, you can look for the next installment of Blumhouse's Into the Dark horror film series. This one will be titled Blood Moon. Ooh. And it's going to be premiering exclusively on Hulu on March 26th. These are getting really good. I know. The ones that were on Prime, I actually really, really liked. I finally made it through the last of them. They were pretty good. Oh, nice. I got to catch up. I'm, I am a little behind. I think the one that I liked the most was called Requiem, about the um, young musician who took her own life. But it was it's creepy. It was really, really good. It was really well done. Okay. Yeah, the, I did hear about that. I want to I wanna watch that one. That one was really well done. I think it might have been my favorite. Um, so this one's going to be directed by Emma Tammy and it's going to be based on a screenplay that was based or that was actually written by Adam Mason and Simon Boyce. So looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, I really enjoyed all of these into the dark series. So hopefully everybody else did as well. Yay. Blood Moon. I just like the title. Mm -hmm. Blood Moon. I gotta stop eating all this candy. I know. I'm going to... I can't close the back. It's hard. I closed one of them successfully. <laughs> I need to go do the others. I know. <laughs> well, continuing to share the wonderful month of February and Black History Month, we're going to still share some wonderful um, Black-owned uh, businesses and creators for you. Um, so the first one I like to share, I actually looked this one up and it's really, really cool. Um, it's called The Hood Witch. It's like the best name ever. Oh, totally. <laughs> so it was kind of the start. So there, this started because there was this huge, like, kind of social media ascendance of mystics, brujas, and the hashtag witches of Instagram. Um, <laughs> it, I didn't know how big that hashtag was. Mm -hmm. until after i was like you know researching this it's it's a it's a big hashtag it, a, like a lot of people use it <laughs> it's a big mm -hmm. thing so but one of them that is you know kind of part of this big social media uh, ascendance is brie luna also known as the hood witch mm. and um she delivers a heady mix of tarot and tarot card knowledge miss mystical visual self-care wisdom and uh some legit hashtag big witch energy Ayo. on her site thehoodwitch.com check it out also you can find brie on instagram at the hood witch mm -hmm. Oh, look at you. are closing the bag now. It's official. I'm trying. Oh, at least the, the <laughs> chocolate ones. The licorice hasn't been closed yet. Mm, yum. <laughs> so over the past uh, five years, um, uh, Brie, she's a Seattle-based founder and creative director, has brought thousands into the fold through her innovative online community. Um, she's make She is making American witchcraft more vibrant, inclusive, and socially conscious in the process. So there's no shortage of witch tips, <laughs> which is uh, something that she will, um, she blogs about. Um, 
so there's no shortage of witch chips for manifestation and self-care on the site and uh but brie and her team also share resources for collective hearing in our uh, fraught political and social climate Mm. it's very cool so you can book a tarot card reading or check out Bree's blog for witch tips and weekly horoscopes groovy yeah so I dig it check it out thehoodwitch.com nice um well my sec my I for all of this week I picked authors I like this um because I feel like we don't elevate black authors enough specifically black female authors in horror agreed um so I picked Helen Oyeyemi. I like it. Name is spelled O-Y-E-Y-E-M-I. Oyeyemi. And I actually watched a couple of interviews with her to make sure I said it right because I like it. I don't want to screw it up. Um, so she is actually a Nigerian born woman who moved to London when she was four. Mm-hmm. She wrote her first novel, which I actually read and loved. It's called The Icarus Girl. Oh. When she was 18 years old. Oh my gosh, and really? It's amazing. Yes. This woman is a prodigy. She is such an incredible author. Um, so she studied social and political science at Corpus Christi College in Cambridge. She's absolutely brilliant. She just did a recent book tour pre-COVID. Um, she has some amazing novels for you to check out. My favorite was Icarus Girl. If you haven't read it, it's wonderful. I have not, so it's I have to look into that. Delightful, but I think we should probably add that to our book club list as well. Okay. Maybe not for next month, but for or this month, but at some point in the future. Yes. Um, we can definitely add her. So please check her out. She does have a website so you can look at some of her novels that she's written. Um, and I'll spell her last name one more time. So it's Helen is her first name and O-Y-E-Y-E-M-I. Oyeyemi. That's such a fun name. I like that. It's pretty. Helen Oyeyemi. That's a very pretty name. It is. Yes, check her out. really pretty. Well, today we are going to do our... A wonderful movie review on bad hair. I'm really glad you suggested this one because I had not (laughs) even heard of it. I have been wanting to watch this ever since I saw the trailer. And then obviously with it being Black History Month, I just thought it was just so fitting to like just discuss this Mm -hmm. because I feel like also it's just one of those things that's always disgust mm-hmm. like oh look at your hair can i touch it oh my god <laughs> i'm so glad i don't get that question anymore also <laughs> i just want to point it out natural hair is beautiful it is if anyone if you are a person of color and anyone ever makes you feel like you need to change your hair to fit in or appease some ridiculous uh standard of glamour that society has unfairly imposed on you give everybody the big middle finger because your natural hair is fucking beautiful and it's perfect just like you and i'll get off my soapbox i like it thank you that part made me angry yeah well i mean okay i'll put this out there i mean being a person of color i had a hard time like I, sometimes I was a little jealous because my heart, my hair is like not easy to deal with unless someone really knows what they're doing. 
like to to help me in that process and you know sometimes like it would hurt my feelings a little bit when you know somebody I would ask somebody you know do my hair you know and they would say oh I like I don't do ethnic hair yeah like somebody that we know (laughs) so you know and and you know and I've had you know extensions and weaves and you know I still wear them now lace fronts whatever Mm -hmm. you know I, I still do that now but you know I have been better at ex you know kind of making my hair more healthy so that I don't have to like always resort to these things i'm i feel like as i'm i'm like getting older i'm like trying to appreciate my hair a little bit more as you should because your hair is beautiful brie yeah i mean maybe not right now (laughs) your hair is always beautiful (laughs) maybe not right now but i mean i've 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 realized and especially after watching this movie too i feel i don't know i just feel a better appreciation for my hair now Mm -hmm. but yeah so there I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> but um so just so everybody has like a little background on it. So Bad Hair came out uh in 2020 and it is a satirical comedy horror film that was written, directed and produced by Justin Simeon. Um Bad Hair uh, had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival on January 23rd, 2020, and then it was released in a um in a limited release on October 16th, 2020 by Neon, and then followed by digital streaming on Hulu um on October 23rd of 2020. So, it's been out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um a little background on the creator so justin simeon first broke out um with his first feature film dear white people which came out in 2014 that he wrote and directed um this was later adapted into a television television series on netflix god we're doing great (laughs) netflix that he also writes and directs for um he won the u.s dramatic special jury award for breakthrough talent at the 2014 sundance film festival and simeon has also been named varieties uh 2013 10 directors to watch list and if you hadn't seen it announced but at the disney investor day of 2020 he was announced as the creator executive producer and writer for the disney plus uh new series about lando uh and it's going to be titled lando i'm gonna lose my shit when this comes out i'm so excited (laughs) he's justin simeon is super talented i don't know if anybody has seen dear white people or the series But it's just so great. It's so well written. Please check it out. And I'll get off my soapbox about dear white people. Um. (laughs) But can we also talk about how good the real Lando Calrissian looks still? Oh, right. (laughs) Billy D. At 83 years old. Billy D. Granted, he did a lot of sitting in that last Star Wars movie. If I was his age, I would do a lot of sitting too. If God willing, (laughs) if I make it to 83, I'm going to be sitting on my ass a lot too. Right. (laughs) So uh, a little bit of the cast. So we have the wonderful L. Lorraine, she did such a good job, <laughs> um, as Anna uh, Bledsoe. I had never seen her in anything other than she, this. She was in Dear White People. 
Was she? She was. Okay, because I did see Dear White People, but I don't remember her being in that. I feel like her role wasn't maybe that big. Okay. But I feel like I need to watch it again because I I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I've been catching up on the show on Netflix Mm -hmm. and she is not on the show. She was in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, because I watched the show. Yeah, but I mean, I thought she's a wonderful actress, especially in this too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Vanessa Williams as Zora Choice. Uh, and then we have Zariah Kelly as young Anna. Jay Farrow um, as Julius. That that hair. Um, <laughs> the little sideways cut. Oh my God. <laughs> and then we have uh, Lena Waithe as Brooklyn. Uh, Kelly Rowland uh former destiny child if you didn't know oh man when i saw her in the music video i went is that kelly Rowland? it show is she looks the exact same age <laughs> i know as she did when she was in destiny's child she looks like little baby kelly and fun fact she actually just bought a house in encino i think two years ago really yeah she lives in encino Let's go say hi right kelly <laughs> Anyway, she plays Sandra, a little pop star. Um, then we have uh, Yanni King as Sister Soul. Um, oddly, James Vanderbeek. <laughs> it was like so weird that he just popped up. Um, James Vanderbeek plays Grant Madison. Blair Underwood uh, pl- uh, plays the dad, Amos Bledsoe. I think he's the uncle. Or, oh, uncle. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why when I was watching, I kept wanting to say dad. Because he's very dad-like. A- apologies. Uncle, excuse me. <laughs> and then we have Usher as Jermaine D. Usher! Usher. It's Usher, baby. <laughs> and then we have the wonderful Laverne Cox as Virgie. I love her. I know. I love her so much. <laughs> I want to I be best friends with Laverne Cox. Yes, me too. My mom got to be really close with her and I'm really jealous. I love Laverne Cox. <sighs> Anyway, we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> then uh, Shantae Adams as uh, Linda Bledsoe. Michelle Hurd as Maxine. And then we have Judith Scott as Edna. Moses Storm as Executive Justin. I just like that name. <laughs> uh, Robin Thede as Denise. Ashley Blaine Featherson as Rosalind. Uh, Steve Zissis as Baxter Tannen. MC Light, which was like amazing, throwback to see her. Um, I mean, it was a very small role, but throwback, amazing. Because I, she, I always thought she had the most amazing speaking voice. She does. You're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, so MC Light is in it as Coral, um, and then we have um, Tahelly Hall as Cheryl, Moses. Oh wait, I said Moses. Sorry, John uh, Garbus as a valet, and then Nicole Byer mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little cameo um, as Gina, and then actually Justin Simeon uh, makes a cameo as as Reggie. as Reggie. So yeah, yeah, there it is. Well, let's talk a little bit about the film. So. If you didn't know, Tony Stark dies. So fast forward five minutes. If you don't want to know anything about the movie, and then we'll just talk about what we thought after. Uh, If you do want us to ruin it for you, Tony Stark dies. Enjoy with us. Yes. So when the movie starts out, um, and just, I would, I would just like to say, this was actually incredibly educational for me. Oh. Because as a white person... I had no, I'm ashamed to say this, I've made it 33 years on this planet, I had no idea how a weave is attached to your head. Oh, you could have just looked at my head, girl. 
But I just like. <laughs> I would have showed you. <laughs> I know, but you're. Be- but I just look at you and I think that you're beautiful no matter what your hair looks Aww. like. And I don't. I don't mean that like to be like I ain't trying to get in your pants or anything. But I mean, but if you were, I mean, I know you'd let me. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I'm not. I don't know. It just. I look at you and I don't see your hair. I just see the beautiful person that is one of my Aww. best friends, Brianna. I paid and, her to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and you, know, all of our friends that are people of color and have different types of hair, whether it be braided, whether it be dreaded, whether it be a weave, I, I had no idea how it is actually attached. It's a long process. It's, it is. And it was actually incredibly educational, but it actually made me really sad to watch mm-hmm. the pain that Anna goes through, like the physical pain of getting it installed in her head. And I say yeah. installed because that shit gets fucking installed. Installed. It's, my, my it is wife. literally when you go, you say, I would like an install. Like that's literally what yeah. you say. Because <laughs> my goddamn washer and dryer was easier to install in my house than that is. You don't know how many times I was sitting in a chair and how long a weave took. I believe it. And by the way, I mean, at the end, mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. I oh, love yeah. it. I mean, I still do it. So yeah. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, and sometimes I give my hair a break too because it needs it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always need to be, you know, kind of like locked in mm-hmm. like this. But I mean, yeah, it is a process for sure. Yeah. Well, we see when we start the film, we see young Anna and her cousin who is trying to um, install <laughs> hair pieces in her head and chemically burns her in the back of the head and leaves a scar, which looks so incredibly painful and a huge chunk of hair just completely is ripped out. So we fast forward and our heroine of the film, Anna is trying to, she's at the time looking for other jobs because the current job that she has over at the um, TV network culture is not paying her that well. She's an executive assistant. She loves her boss, but the pay sucks. We've all been there, babe. I feel ya. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be a movie that takes place in 1989 if there wasn't a good old corporate buyout and takeover because <laughs> that's what the 80s were all about. Right. So a, of course, a white man comes in to run a network called Culture geared at R&B and hip hop, mostly employing people of color. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Have a white man run it. Okay. Right. So um, <laughs> we then find out that Anna's uh, boss and mentor, Edna, is basically being pushed out which happens if you've ever if if you've ever lived through a corporate takeover or even a reorg of any kind they fucking suck um so you often lose your friends and mentors and they're pushed out very unfairly so that is what happened to poor edna and she confides in anna and her anna's closest co-workers that she's going to start her own firm she's going to start her own network and she's going to take these gals along with her when the time is right and when she gets started so enter zora the the badass bitch that is vanessa williams who also yep still looks amazing beautiful yeah who then becomes the evp of programming i wish like she was my auntie or something right so i can get some of them jeans right <laughs> those beauty queen oh jeans my God. <laughs> side note if you don't know what they did to vanessa williams when she was miss america you should look it up because it was terrible yep um 
And if there's no no bigger display of white privilege than that shit. For real. So uh, Vanessa Williams still looks beautiful as the evil Zora Choice, who then is responsible for coming in. Obviously, what happens when there's a new supervisor in town? They come in, they interview everybody, and they decide who stays and who goes. And as Zora starts going through people, we are then introduced to Anna's good old ex-flame Julius. <laughs> oh my God, the hair. Oh man, that slant fade. Mm-hmm. And we oh. find, so we obviously find out that they had a thing. Um, did not necessarily end very well. No. But uh, he's obviously allowed to stay. And Anna then presents an idea for how to take this new network that has been now renamed from culture to cult. Because that sounds way better. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, thanks, James Vanderbeek. Right? <laughs> way to... Yeah, never mind. Anyway, so... Anna then impresses Zora and presents an idea for basically creating, like, TRL, let's call it what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So she then creates TRL. Um, So Zora is very impressed by this plan, but when Anna goes to leave, Zora tells her that she can't go around looking the way that she does, meaning she can't go around with her natural hair. Right. Um, and she actually tells her to go to Virgie's and ask for the Sandra, that pop star look. Um, <laughs> so mind you, this poor girl can't even make her goddamn apartment rent. She's got notices to vacate on her front door. Her landlord's coming by her place every day. And she goes to her aunt and uncle, because her parents are gone, um, where she learns about different types of african folklore and mythologies one of them being the moss-haired girl which mm-hmm. i thought was really interesting it's a very cool story yeah um and this this whole concept of your hair having memories and feelings even after you're long dead um so with that she then tells her aunt and uncle her aunt and uncle that she needs money to pay for her rent but really she uses the money to pay virgie for her weave so she then goes to virgie's crashes the place the day of and says you know it's an emergency she picks out her hair virgie installs it and this is where my heart broke for this poor girl oh my god she's crying she's in pain and that's why i asked you in the car at dinner if it legitimately gets like sewn into your scalp because no they, they, they definitely exaggerated for sure okay good just to make you to just to make it scary okay because i'm like really you go through that every time <laughs> no okay like, but i mean those braids are tight and they hurt i believe it like i have a headache for like two days straight i believe it <laughs> i mean but like afterwards i'm like oh it's so pretty but like i'm not gonna move my head so much because it hurts <laughs> yeah is is bad so um Anna then goes and and picks out the hair that she wants um, and Virgie braids it and installs her weave. And it's incredibly painful for her, especially because she's tenderheaded. Um, And it's kind of a weird, she starts getting all these little flashes and visions as it's installed, but it looks beautiful. She goes to work the next day. She did what she was supposed to. Um, and then obviously there's some tension that arises with her coworkers because they're really struggling with the direction that this new magazine is, or not magazine, I'm sorry, with this new television network and where it's going. Um, and they don't want to be forced and I don't blame them. Nobody wants to be forced to become a person that they're not 
just for the sake of their career, especially when you started working at a company, you've been there for years and you've always been the way that you are. And then all of a sudden somebody new comes in. It's like, no, 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 that's not good enough. Now you need to change what you look like and who you are. And obviously causes some tensions. And we start to see Anna having these really weird little visions and such um at one point she ends up cutting her finger in a meeting and her hair attaches itself to the cut and almost like it's drinking her blood it's really creepy yeah Um, my hair doesn't do that no i haven't seen it (laughs) i'm pretty sure like there is a soul that comes with hair that i purchase Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know like how rue rupaul um names uh his wigs i don't blame him those wigs are fucking fabulous they, they have a mind of their own i name i name mine i mean i would too this one is samantha <laughs> like samantha from uh frozen 2 with the question mark <laughs> no but now i want to change it <laughs> as you should now i want to change the backstory samantha um <laughs> So then at one point, Anna's landlord gets drunk, comes to her apartment and attempts to rape her, but she gets a box cutter out of her nightstand, stabs him, and her hair ends up attaching itself to him and drinking all of his blood. And I did love the part where she just like kicks his body out of the window of her apartment. Oh, I know. She's like, bye bye. -bye." Peace. Yep. (laughs) Um. So we notice more and more of these weird things happening. And as Anna continues to climb up the ladder at work, all of her friends continue to grow further apart. And Edna actually comes back at a culture or a cult party and tells Anna how disappointed she is in her for how much she's changed and basically sold out for this new firm. Uh, So Anna then goes or well she actually had found out that uh julius stayed on because he was sleeping with zora i mean mm-hmm. you know tale as old as time yeah right it, it's happened forever um and they're battling it out for a hosting spot on this new trl show concept that uh anna had actually come up with and i say it's everybody know maybe not okay if you're really young you probably didn't live through the trl craze on mtv that stood for total request live where uh basically you could vote for your favorite music videos yes this is back when mtv played music videos uh and then the top videos would be played every day same concept in this movie so as things kind of come to a head anna then decides that she is pissed at julius and she wants to take him out so she then goes to sleep with him but goes completely berserk and starts uh basically taunting him for cheating on her and not sticking around with her and then going over to Zora. So she stabs him and kills him. Same thing. Her hair drinks his blood. Now. (laughs) And then it looks all pretty after. But not only does it look pretty, it gets longer. Yeah. With every person that I know it kills. (laughs) She's feeding it like Uh feed Missy more. 
Well, and then she's she's fucking terrified because she becomes a different <laughs> person when this happens. Um, so she goes to have her hair taken out and she finds another salon that will undo it for her that day. But when that sal- when um, that hairdresser attempts to take it out, it then kills said hairdresser and everybody else in the salon, including her former mentor, Edna. Bye, Edna. I'm so sorry. Right. <laughs> Um, so terrified, she goes to try to find Zora because if she's having this problem, Zora must be having it as well. So she goes back to the office, finds Zora. Zora then, like, it was so funny when she was saying, um, she's like, I don't know. I didn't ask anybody if my fucking hair was going to kill anybody. Um, <laughs> it was hilarious. So uh, her hair ends up killing her. It strangles her um, and then possesses the spirit of this moss hair girl, possesses and takes over her body. A very large, drawn out battle sequence ensues. And then all of the other gals that had these weaves installed by Virgie, including Virgie herself, uh, come to the office in order to do battle in this like, weave zombie showdown (laughs) that's like real dramatic yeah and then uh but also great yeah so anna remembers uh specifically being told by virgie not to get it wet so she uses a lighter she gets trapped in in a recording booth and at one point uses a lighter to turn on the fire suppression system gets her hair wet and she's able to cut it off um and then she's eventually able to destroy zora and the other minions so with all this she ends up moving back in with her aunt and uncle um and then her sister her cousin ends up going to virgie's to get hair installed in which we cut to black yep and that's it Man, and that is exactly my experience when I get a weave. <laughs> but <laughs> this movie was about me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know what? I I thought that this was super creative. Yeah, I loved it. I thought I, that this I really, was a great really, idea. really liked it. Yeah, I thought that this was a great idea for a film. Um, it was wonderfully done and filmed. I love that it was so. 8990 like then then mostly the 90s nostalgia was really real for me i loved it um i thought that the casting choices were really appropriate mm-hmm. um yeah what'd you think um you know what i really liked it too um it, i you know i read a couple reviews which i know you'll get into a little bit later but like i I just wanted to see what people thought before I watched it. Sometimes I just like to read it mm-hmm. and then watch and see like if I agree, disagree. And I disagreed with a lot of them. Like I I loved it. I thought it was very, very creative the way that Justin Simeon wrote and directed everybody. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I mean, his direction obviously was amazing and and such a powerful cast too. Um, but a lot of people were saying like they felt like um like yeah it was satire but they i guess some people have felt at times it was like a, a like a little maybe like too on the comical side 
of this hair just like attacking people and i don't know like they i don't know like some people just felt like the way that you know they showed the weave process and all that like it was just so kind of silly here, i guess here's the thing with satire right it's like it's satire you guys <laughs> well, well but here's the thing it's like whiskey all bourbons are whiskeys not all whiskeys are bourbons all satire is comedy not all comedies are satire right so that being and when i say that i mean satire is usually a little more artfully done smart comedy it's not slapstick it's not um role models it's not we are the millers it's not any of those like sorry no disrespect to those movies it's not any of like the cheap easy dumb comedy Mm -hmm. it's done a little more skillfully and artfully yeah so my i i can kind of see that because for me personally i absolutely loved the movie up until the zombie zora hair monster (laughs) got out of control i I don't know why i kind of liked it (laughs) It was it, it because it went from don't the the beginning of the movie was mm-hmm. pretty sinister. Yeah. Like and the the way that Justin Simeon had the camera folks film certain sequences. So like when Anna's being interviewed by Zora, I've been in that position a million mm-hmm. times in my career where I have a new boss that I really hate, that yep. I can't stand, and it's an uncomfortable meeting. And the the camera angle was like a total 360. Yeah. So it would start on Anna and then go around the room while she's talking and then land on Zora. Zora starts talking. And while she's talking, it keeps going yeah. until it gets back to Anna. And the music that was done was very subtle yeah, um, and very understated. So it had a very sinister feel, especially with a lot of the little cuts to the story of the moss haired girl yeah some of zora or not zora i'm sorry some of anna's little um flashes in her mind so we went from really dark and sinister and creepy to what the fuck is this zombie hair monster yeah well and i mean and to kind of note to go with you on that too i felt like i wanted more of the moss girl I did too. I feel I feel like I was like missing that part of the story. Yes. Because then like, you know, at the end you can kind of see the tree mm-hmm. and with all the hair like hanging where they, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they're pulling this hair, taking into the shop, mm-hmm. you know, and they're putting this hair, you know, installing in the different women i wanted i wanted more of that i wanted more of that and i wanted zora to turn into moss haired girl yeah i didn't want her to stay zora yeah and i thought like her like kind of coming back even though like she was technically dead like i don't know i i i do agree that a little bit at the end it was a little slapstick um but yeah i just felt like the only thing for me it was missing was just more of that that Mm -hmm. like you said the sinister getting more into the moss girl i did kind of want more of that Mm -hmm. but i liked it just for the simple fact that you know you know as as a woman of color like just doing our our hair is like so much work mm-hmm. and you know taking care of it or doing weave and all that stuff so i liked that this kind of like 
not like really pokes fun at it, but I don't know, just like kind of turned it around into to something else. Because honestly, I think it's like technically a horror film to kind of do my hair. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just kind of like how he took that idea and just you know played with it. Like that that was my favorite thing about it. I I loved it. I thought you know what I loved was that it was such a creative idea for a film yeah. i've never seen a movie about a killer weave i've seen a movie about a killer <laughs> vagina and it's called yep. teeth yep that was whew. but i've we never, gotta talk about that sometime too yeah we do but i've never seen a movie like this i mean and i like that it's like super original like oh yeah and i feel like if anybody else tried to do it they would probably fuck it up agreed to be honest like i said i am very excited for justin simeon um, so far, he hasn't let me down, and I I really can't wait to see what he does next, quite honestly. And um, you know me, I'm not like a huge Star Wars fan, but I do watch the movies, and you know, I watch The Mandalorian, but I'm really excited to see what he's going to do with Lando. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, and you know, he, yeah, I'm just excited to see what he's going to do. Well, you mentioned a couple of the reviews, so... 71% of Google users liked it. Okay. Got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMBD. Okay. Uh, 61% on Med- Metacritic and 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. I feel like that's fair. I'm For me, <sighs> minus the ending. Like, if the ending was a little different, mm-hmm. if I took that out, mm-hmm. got more of a Moss Girl, Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be at a like 75, 80. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I think with kind of the ending and not technically liking it so much, not and and I still love the whole movie at, at all together. I say I'm I'm more at like a 70, 75. The so the general kind of consensus is everybody really likes the idea of the film and the plot and the story but it was a little jumbled and the execution was really uneven throughout mm. throughout the film and i i okay. i don't know that i would say throughout the film i no. feel like it was really well done until she kills julius and yeah. then once once uh zora gets hung by her own weave that's where it kind of yeah loses me um so i mean i felt like I felt like 64 is fair. 63 is fair. 100%. You know, all things considered. Yeah. I, I, yeah, like I said, um, I, I, you know me, I'm like trying not to be so, like, nice. (laughs) But I I mean, even with the ending, I, I, I know it wasn't like, the ending wasn't that good, but I still kind of liked it. Oh, no, I still liked it. And I just, the ending so I I'm, I'm, out. so for like, you know, one out of five screams, I'm, I'm definitely at like 3.54. I give it a three. I give it a solid three. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. Had some issues, but mm-hmm. I still really enjoyed it. And I ha- actually really highly recommend it. Yes. Please go watch it. Yeah, I think everybody should give this a watch. If nothing else other than the fact that it's a really unique story. And I appreciate even more so that it is a very real issue that people of color deal with 
on the daily. Mm-hmm. And again, just to get on my soapbox, <laughs> don't ever let anyone make you feel like your natural hair is anything less than beautiful because it's fucking perfect just like you are. Yes. I'm starting to think that more now. It's beautiful. I love natural <laughs> hair. I, I don't particularly care for my right now, but that's only because I wasn't taking care of it like I should. And now I'm doing that. So hopefully soon you'll see more than natural me. I love it. Hopefully. KIT, don't change. <laughs> I know, KIT, don't change. Um, really fun fact that I found. I had a couple, but I just want to point oh, out yeah, two. Do, do all of them. Really quick. Um, so L. Lorraine actually would work with hundreds of feet of hair every shoot day. Ugh. And she found spools of the hair in her apartment even months after shooting. I hate hair. <laughs> that would make me so mad if I'm just like covered in it and I'm like taking it home with me. <laughs> it's already bad enough like, like I'm brushing the weave like it just comes out. Because it's not like it's growing on anything, you know, mm-hmm. it's just gonna, as soon as you brush it, it'll just... Some of it just comes out. Um, but I thought that was really funny. And another thing, did you know about the Crown Act? I did. I did not. I did. I did not. And I'm so glad that um, when I was just looking up different articles, when they were talking about talking with Justin Simeon and some of the um, actors and actresses on this movie, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. So for those of you who don't know, the Crown Act is legislation that prohibits employers from discriminating against people with natural hair textures and hairstyles, which has been signed into law in a number of states. Yep. So just note that for the next time someone says you can't have the job because of the way you look. Mm-hmm. So that's all I wanted to say about yes so go check it out well because i actually had um without getting too personal i may or may not have had somebody who was not of african-american descent who tried to well never mind i'm not even going to talk about it (laughs) well now that you started it (laughs) i'll tell you after we turn off the mics oh gotcha but yes i know i'm very familiar with the crown act Okay, yeah, I'm just glad that I learned about that, and I'm surprised I didn't know about that, but, I mean, I'm glad that I know now. So, when I start wearing my more natural hair. <laughs> As you should. So, but yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, So, the movie itself is exclusively on Hulu. You yes. cannot rent it anywhere else. You can't prime it. You can't pay for it. You have to get it on Hulu. So borrow someone's Hulu. So either snag someone's <laughs> Hulu or uh, I think there's a seven day, 30 day, 30 day trial. Uh, I think it's seven day. Seven day. I oh. think they shortened that way down now. Fuckers. Well, probably because they, they caught me watching. I, I downloaded a free Hulu account for a month so I could watch Mrs. America last summer. Good job. I'm so proud of you. It was good. But then I, and then I canceled it. <laughs> now I just pirate Daniel as account. There you go. You can borrow mine anytime too. Woohoo. <laughs> we have all the streaming services combined. Yeah, we have but, too many. But we share everybody's <laughs> I know. <laughs> you I pay mean, for this one. But honestly this one. though, like, why is there cable? If we're just going to put everything on a streaming service. Because how else are we going to watch Drag Race? that's right well they have a streaming service too like a separate one or there's world of wonder fucking world of wonder (laughs) that's the only way you can uh, well i mean i don't know about logo but as far as i know it's the only way you can watch uk drag race 
I don't know if they played on logo uh, right now, or maybe they do now. Uh, I feel like I've recorded it, but I. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Okay. Maybe I just missed the boat on that because no, they're already no, no. in like the second season, and I'm like, I'm so behind. No, no, no. I think you're right. I don't think I think I had season one DVR'd, but I okay. don't think I have season two. Yeah, because I remember they released um, the uh, Canada Drag Race, and then UK was on there uh, the first season, and then now, obviously, the second season. All I know is Jared and I straight up almost got divorced because he canceled the recording timer for drag race <gasps> and i'm like i will leave you get out <gasps> of the house yeah <laughs> i yeah. mean he it's like but it was recording at the same that, time as gold rush i'm like tell your boy parker he can fucking <laughs> wait <laughs> well it sounds like you need one of those dvrs that records two or three things at the same time well we we upgraded since oh. then Gotcha. So now I think it can record up to, I think, So now three. there's there's no more um, you, you marital can, arguments. There are no more near divorce arguments good. for canceling my drag race timer. Okay, good. Because you guys are one of my favorites. So no! Please. Stay together. Let's stay together. Don't be like me. <laughs> Watch the drag race. Yes. Whether it's good or bad or Tamisha gets sent home too early. I said what I said. Oh my God. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, we really like Drag Race, so you're just going to have to deal with it. I love drag queens. Because yes. who are the people that were nice to me in high school? and co- Well, college was different, but the people that were nice to me in high school. Mm-hmm. The gays and the goths. Also, fun fact, again, um, Justin Simeon publicly announced that he was gay. He sure did. Sure did. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You left- Another reason why he's awesome. Right. <laughs> so go watch it. Go watch it. It's a good movie. Have fun. With yes. It. Um, well, that's it for today. Yay. That was fun. Yep. That was a fun movie to talk about. It was. I like it. And we dived into my, my hair. <laughs> Dude, I like seriously, I had, I, fe- I feel ashamed that as a 33 year old woman with a lot of friends of color that I had no idea. Like, I feel embarrassed that I <laughs> Next didn't time, know. when my sister, my older sister, Charlie. <gasps> Charlie! Charlie! If you're listening, when she comes out to do my hair. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna have her come do it over here. I just wanna do watch. it, like, in the kitchen so, like, we can do an easy sweep or outside, whatever's easier. And then you could. You could see the process. I love it. I'd be honored if you would allow me. I would. I am totally okay with that. Yeah. You know I have, like, no shame with that stuff. Because you know. You shouldn't have any shame. There's like, nothing to Well, especially because we're close. Like, I obviously am, am not going to, like, let just anybody look in my head, but... Can we <laughs> with, put it on YouTube? What? The process? No, I'm just kidding. I mean... I'm, t- I'm totally kidding. Oh, okay. Because I was, like, thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, you can. Don't do it, girl. <laughs> you can. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm. Hey, but you have an awesome YouTube page and maybe. There's like zero film quality to them shits. But maybe it would be interesting to include it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Different. No, and we can do a vintage hairstyle. There. Done. Then it goes with the whole aesthetic of your, your vlog. Done and done. There it is. All three of my little videos. Coming soon. Too lazy to do another one. (laughs) 
Well, thanks, friends. Um, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe so that when we birth another episode, you get notified. <laughs> but podcast episodes are the only thing that I'm going to be birthing at any point. <laughs> My so. water broke. <laughs> Which is our water cup falling over onto the ground. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, i love fridays we're, um we're so awful <laughs> don't forget to um like us on facebook right you didn't say that yet right nope okay and also <laughs> follow us on instagram the um at the squad ghouls and also please check out our website we have the merch uh, thesquadghouls.com we also have a link because um, we are brand ambassadors for kitty fx shop um, so make sure you click the link on our website and w- it will automatically include our um, discount code uh, squad ghouls for 15% off your gummy bears look real fucking good I'm just saying I know and I'm really sad they have gelatin in them because you can't have them no I can't and by the way if you guys didn't know gelatin is bad if you're vegan <laughs> yeah you can't have gummy bears if, well you can have vegan gummy bears they do exist i've found them but most you did don't have them yeah oh i have to try them because i try all gummy bears well all uh, all gummy bears need to come through me i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> i don't have i don't think i have any on my person but um okay. i will order some and have you try them but yes vegan gummy bears do exist but no regular gummy bears aren't vegan because horse hooves ew there it's not like i mean it sucks really, but i really like gummy bears well i i say horse hooves but it really it's just bones oh okay it's just generic bones okay that makes me feel a little bit better it's not really horsey but also i'm gonna eat more of these gummy bears <laughs> um haribo actually makes some vegan gummy bears oh and they're good that's a good company da 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 haribo okay <laughs> i don't know the rest of the song it's da 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 haribo that's it yeah all right <laughs> creep it real we'll scare you later <laughs> bye, bye.